What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at The Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you feeling? I'm feeling inspirational. How are you feeling, Tim? Oh, I'm definitely inspired, my my friend. I'm definitely inspired. <laughs> we have two inspirational stories in your week on a good note, and hopefully inspire you through the weekend to your Monday. Tim, what do you got? So I've been saving this story for a while. Um... This is a true story. Hey. So there's this kid named Salvador. Um, Salvador was a, uh, he was a, a, a junior when this happened. So this is the beginning of his junior year. Um, he's going to school. He's enjoying school. But he was just kind of questioning himself a little bit and his confidence. Um, so one day he asked uh, one of his teachers, hey, um, do you think somebody like me can play a sport? And his teacher said, Baby, you can do anything you want to as long as you put your mind to it. Um, we actually know this teacher. It's uh, Mrs. Jones. So um, Hassan's mom. So Hassan's mom hmm. tells him, baby, you can do anything you want as yeah, long right. as you put your mind to it, right? Um, so Salvador, he actually has autism, right? So he's taking um, you know, special education classes. He felt like he didn't have that confidence to be able to be around other people to play a sport. Um, after asking his teachers, he's decided, you know what, I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and I'm going to try out for the baseball team. Um, so he tries out for the baseball team. His teachers, you know, tell the baseball coach, hey, one of our students wants to try out. Coach was kind of hesitant. Well, he's going to have to try out just like everybody else. You know, I'm not, you know, making any uh, special cases. And uh, teachers were like, you treat him like everybody else. He's not different. He goes out there, listens, does what he needs to do. He ended up making the baseball team. Salvador's happy. Teachers are happy. Everybody's happy. Coach is still questioning it. The assistant coach, I definitely know him as well, too, and he was questioning it a little bit. But as the season goes on, Salvador starts getting better. Salvador is one of the only ones showing up to practice. Salvador is getting there early. Salvador is staying late. By the end of the season of his junior year, the head baseball coach goes up to my wife, who's a teacher at this school, that was the best decision I ever made by allowing him to play baseball. I want to say thank you so much for walking him over here. He actually changed my whole entire perspective. I wish I had 20 Salvadors. Hmm. Story gets better, JP. This is the end what? of his junior year. Beginning of his senior year is, is here. Um, he's walking around a little bit, you know, head held high, uh, has more friends. Kids are saying hi to him in the school. Baseball season comes around towards the end of the year. He tries out for baseball. And for senior night, Salvador is a senior. They had a surprise for him at the baseball field. Um, it was actually a eight-foot-tall poster of Salvador standing there in his baseball uniform and baseball bat. Um, so when you go to the baseball games that year for senior night, for the rest of that uh, year, you basically were running into a poster of Salvador as one of the seniors, as one of the leaders of the team. Of course, everybody's emotional about it, and they love it. Salvador was like, wow, I can't believe they did something like this. Everybody loved it. But then it, the story gets even better. Salvador actually was nominated for Student of the Year. Um, 
this high school has a uh, mascot called the Generals. So you have a lady general and a male general that get to be the generals of the year. Uh, Salvador was nominated. He was shocked, like, oh my gosh, I have no idea, what do I even do? Um, and basically everybody that's nominated, you have to fit a certain criteria. You have to have at least a 3.2 GPA, never been suspended, etc. Just been a good student for all four years you were at US Grant, like Salvador was. So he had to write a summary about himself. And his essay was just the most beautiful thing ever. I actually got to read his essay and I cried. Um, it basically was just saying, I just want you guys to know that my disability does not define me. Whenever I asked my teacher if somebody like me could try out for sports, she told me, yes, I could. I can do anything I put my mind to. So that's what I did. I'm here now, and I just want to say thank you to everybody that gave me a chance. And, you know, just it kept going. I can't remember word for word exactly what went down, but I remember those lines there because I teared up immediately. Just like, I can't believe this. Ugh, my whole heart. The reason why I'm talking about this story is because I remember my wife letting me read, her essay, read his essay, right? He got to the, send this to the whole school. If you read this and you don't like it, you just don't have a heart. That's exactly what the wife told me. <laughs> and I read it. <laughs> I read it, and I'm just like, wow, this is, this is super, super beautiful. Um, the uh, ceremony ends up going on. He ends up winning uh, Student of the Year for U.S. Grant, being the first student with a disability um, to win uh, basically general, uh, general or the lady, which is, you know, historical, which is amazing in itself. But it just goes to tell you, for me, what I got out of the story after I thought about it for so much time, we, talked, we talk about communities. Earlier in the week, we talked about communities quite a bit because it was our first episode back. This is one of those community stories. There were so many teachers and coaches and students that were affected in this story, all because Salvador was questioning himself. All it took was one teacher to tell him he could do it. All it took was another teacher to have his back. All it took was a coach to believe in him and to see that, to stay consistent with him. All it took were more students to actually see, hey, you are just like us. Hey, you can do this too. And then it took his parents to actually see his mom cried at uh, the ceremony, by the way. Couldn't even take a picture with his, her own son because she couldn't stop crying. She couldn't even believe that he actually did this. It was one of those inspirational moments that it showed a whole community stop judging people for what they what we think they are and actually treat them for who they are. Salvador is a true inspiration to the south side of Oklahoma City right now to me, and I'm glad that uh, you guys got to hear his story. So, damn, Tim, you were right. That was really good. <laughs> do you have his speech, like, on video somewhere? I don't have it on video. I do have his, what he typed up somewhere. I would just have to find it, but I am definitely can uh, send it. We can post it somewhere. You put that on the Facebook page. Most Man, most definitely. Most definitely. I will, for sure. So, Usually we do audio meditation. I have something to say really quickly, though. So the teacher that told him, you can do anything you put your mind to, Mrs. Jones, or Miss Jones, I went to school with him. And then, you know, we were all friends. So we would all, like, I would, her son's name was Hassan. I would drive him home. And then we rode the same bus. And we all, his other friends, Omar, you know, we all, and then, like, Tim, we would all go play basketball all the time. The one thing always was consistent about her, even when we were younger and we were, I'm not going to say we were dumb, but we didn't care about anything except girls and basketball <laughs> and video games. It's all we cared about. Teenage boys. At 17 and 16. I'm just being honest. But she was so consistent, like so consistent. And like Jamel was one of the, like, he got kicked out of the house at like 14 and she took him in. She, she took care of all of us and it was 
you know, I kind of look back, like I had so many people, like so many of my friends' parents also took care of me. So like Sammy's mom, like Carlos's mom, like Carlos's uncle, like it was so many people like Marco. And like, I had so many friends whose family members looked out for me. And then Hassan's mom was the mom for a lot of kids like our age that didn't have any, any like options. And then she's now she's at a school still inspiring people, still telling people like you can do anything you put your mind to. It's amazing, man. It's just amazing. It's it's so, so beautiful. So beautiful. Shout shout out to Miss Jones. Cause like really teenage boys are hard to deal with. <laughs> but we we never did anything stupid, you know, like we weren't shooting up anybody, we weren't gang members. We just played basketball, tried to talk to girls, we're not very successful, and played video games. And we never went off the wrong path because of people like Miss Jones. And then she's still making that impact on the South Side today. So shout out to her. Do service. Before we get to my positive news story, I'm somehow going to follow that up. We're going to pause and do audio meditation where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Man, I'm always going to be grateful for the family. It's hard not to be grateful for them. They're my reset button when I get to the house. Um, but I'll tell you something my, my son does. Whenever I get home, his whole body stiffens up. He, like, wants me to pick him up, so he lifts up his arms, and he just gets stiff and goes, ah! And it's just the funniest thing in the world to me. Like, if he doesn't do it, I think something's wrong, but I just wanted to bring that up over here on the podcast because, yeah, being a a dad to a five-year-old and a six-month-old, it's a wild time. Wild, wild time. So I'm going to stick with my theme of making Tim laugh. So yesterday, I actually went to the second time ever. I went to a movie theater with like a recliner seat. Hey, much better this time, especially with the company. But the first time I went, you know, I was seeing like the Flash movie, actually, you know, it's whatever. And I didn't know, like, basically, I just went to the closest one, cheapest one, whatever. I'm by myself. It's not really a big deal. I, I go to movies by myself all the time. Stores are closed. This is like freedom. So the flash movie ends, and I'm not staying for the mid credit scene. But at the place I was at, you had to like step up to get on the couch, and I was so used to like standing up and just being flat floor. So everyone's waiting for the mid credit scene. I go to stand up, and there's no floor there, Tim. I busted my butt. <laughs> like I, and I'm in the middle, so like I hit, and you know I'm like 200 pounds now, so I hit like a whole row. Like I'm. Because I fell, like, and I was, like, vertical, but I fell horizontal. Oh. Because I didn't want to hit my face. So I, like, hit this row, and everyone in the row, like, looked back, like, damn, what was this? I mean, everybody on top is staring at me. So I get up, and I'm like, ah. And I just <laughs> walked off laughing. <laughs> I wish I would have got that on video, somebody. It was so funny, man. Like, I busted my butt. And you were by like, yourself. <laughs> yes. Like every, I looked because I, I was in the middle, so I looked in the, up and like everybody's looking at me. I just laughed. I was two thumbs up. I was like, ah. Did anybody <laughs> laugh or anything? Point. They were all dying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, they probably were like, is he okay? But then, like, the people in the row, like, I really like, 
imagine a 200 pound person falling like two steps and just slamming <laughs> into the, like the back of them. <laughs> it was great. I wish someone got it on camera. It was that funny. That's tough. So yeah, that happened. Um, knew you'd like that. I definitely did, but are you okay? Yeah, you're okay. You're here. We're good. <laughs> oh yeah, like sort of like when the the thing fell on me. That was terrible. Before. I saw that video. That was, it was terrible. It was, that was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. There was no concussion, just a split open ear. That's I hilarious. think you got anyway, a concussion. That's <laughs> I definitely think you got a concussion. <laughs> no, I did not have a, it. Hit my trap. Oh, okay. Shout out to deadlifts. Yeah. Shout out to deadlifts. Shout out to deadlifts. So, anyway, back to the inspiration. So, when we first started doing these inspirational stories, I did a story about Sarah Gab. And I want to do it again because it's a follow up and it's awesome. If you don't know who Sarah Gad is, she was going to the University of Chicago to become a lawyer. She got in a horrible, horrible car accident in 2012, and she got subscribed Oxycontin. She became addicted, ended up dropping out of school, got felonies. She got seven nonviolent felony drug convictions between 2012 and 2015. And then her judge was like judge barnett was like i'm giving you one more chance but i never want to see you again if you do anything wrong i'm sending you to jail for a long time this is in pennsylvania and she was in jail for 27 days between 2015 she got off opioids did the fight did her thing with jail went back to school became an attorney amazing story right right She's had 21 cases with them since then. None went to court. But she's like, she's been handling up. But she just had her biggest case ever. Last week, she was the lawyer for Ben Richardson. He was freed from county jail after multiple murder charges were dropped. And it was all because Gad was the attorney. It was her first ever murder case. She was like, he's completely innocent. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time. He's getting blamed for something he didn't do. She put in all the work. She saved this man from a life in prison. And the judge who judged the case that she defended him was the same Judge Barnett that told her in 2015, I never want to see you here before. So when the judge saw her, he was like, what are you doing here? And she was like, oh, I just work here now. I'm actually <laughs> defending something. Take this world. She was like, what are you doing? Yeah, she was like, what are you doing out here? She was like, oh, yeah, I'm just, you know, I just work here now. So she overcame opioid addiction, got her lawyer degree, and now she is defending people and saving them from lifetime in jail. She says she mostly wants to help people with drug convictions and then help people that have been through the same thing she has. She's an absolute inspiration. I know we've done the story before, but sometimes some things just need to follow up. And that's who I wanted to talk about today. 10 out of 10 story. I always love whenever you're able to face people that thought you were going to do wrong or he didn't necessarily think she was going to do something wrong. But it's always nice to kind of like prove somebody wrong, especially in a positive way like that. Yeah, like I'm not who you thought I was, buddy. Take that world. So, yeah, shout out to her. Shout out to her. And you know the judge is happy. Like, everyone wins. Everyone wins in this scenario. Yeah, no questions asked. The judge has got to be happy. Judge has got to, How are you not happy? Like, you saw somebody do better. You told somebody you, you don't want to see them again, and 
the next time you see them, they're a lawyer? Come on, man. Defending people and helping people get, a, get off murder charges they weren't wrongly, wrongly convicted for? Clap, clap, Sarah Gad. Sarah Gad. Clap up to Miss Jones. Clap up to Salvador. This is a great inspirational story with positive truth. I would, I would agree. I would agree. You should have said two sabis, man. Two sabis. Lo siento. <laughs> Do you have a quote before we get out of here? Absolutely. You are what you believe yourself to be. Quotes by Paulo Colejo. Hopefully I said that correctly. Quotes by Tim. We appreciate everyone for listening, and we're out. Stay positive.